so, uh, Michelle, you have prepared some slides for us, and you're going to walk us through uh, symbolic rituals. So I'll pull those up for you now, um, and then you can take it away. Right. We'll hand over to you. So this, this very first slide is um, for a Mr. and Mrs. quiz. So as well as doing slides, I've just got some props down here. <laughs> you can either... These, these are, those are using table tennis bats with their pictures on. So the couple get two table tennis bats each, one with one person's picture on, the other with the other one on. And the way I do it, this is the, the Mr. and Mrs. quiz or Mr. and Mr. and Mrs. and Mrs. So the, the couple's quiz. And I get the family to give me a list of probably about nine questions with the answers. And the couple don't know what's coming. So I have somebody helping me with one of the, one of the couple and I'm with the other, with the other couple, the other part of the couple. And we're, I'm asking these questions and we want to get them to give honest answers. So did it, um, with like say the table tennis bats or you can have shoes. So you have to slip <laughs> off and hold the shoes up, whichever one, whichever one it is going. And we've had such, such a giggle. Um, range of questions of um i'll be polite who passed wind first and and, and what was the situation <laughs> so they had to be honest and hold up <laughs> hold up the shoe and say it was such a such person and the last time we did it it was brilliant because i got the bride's mother to get all the questions off the family and she'd also made up a, a box each for the winner and the loser. The loser got a pair of marigolds with um, some washing up liquid and a washing up brush. And the, the winner got I am the winner mug kind of thing that she'd made up for them. So it's absolutely brilliant. And it's, it's a brilliant way of getting the family completely involved in what's going on on the day. There's no point doing loads and loads of questions because it will start because the audience are cheering them on, but they'll start, you'll start to lose them. So I think about an, an odd number of questions as well. And about nine is about a good, a good level of questions for a five minute part of the ceremony. And it's, it's brilliant to do that before they make the vows and exchange the rings because thinking, you know, let's see how compatible you really are. <laughs> If if there's no winner, it's brilliant because it means they are completely compatible. But if one of them is, answers the questions better than the other one, think, oh, you might want to work on something there. But it's all in good, good fun, a lot, a lot of banter. And it really does raise the roof and have lots and lots of giggles with that. So that that's, you know, that's your couple's quiz. And that, I say, I've seen people do it at, at parties. I've seen people do it um, at the reception. Um, but it fits in brilliantly as part of the ceremony as well for when you want to do something a bit different because every ceremony should have some form of symbolic element in it and i know we've you've, you've probably covered hand fasting and jumping the broom and and things like that before so it's a question of even if you do that again there's so many different ways of doing it you're not going to be the same as the couple that did it last week but you don't have to stick with the tried and traditional. If you've got something else that you want to have a go at, let's 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 create something because you know any celebrant that's worth their salt will be up for creating something. And I'm saying, which is why this one's a bit, this is this is a brilliant one to do. Um, so if you move on to the second slide, I've got my props. <laughs> 
Oh, I've got to press next, haven't I? Yeah, it's me, not you. <laughs> you drive the bus. You drive the yeah, bus. Yeah, I'm driving the bus. Right. So this is a variation on the Polish bread, vodka and salt ceremony. So in front of me here, I have two shot glasses. I've got a little bowl with some salt in. And I've got a cookie because I haven't got any bread. And I've got my purse, which has got some coins in it. So... Basically, if you want to take it to the absolute beginning of it, say it's a Polish ceremony, that um, the matriarchs of the family would make up a very nice fancy loaf of bread. And this would all be shared around all of the guests. But I do it where it's just between the bride and the groom. So you'd have a, a piece of bread, a cookie, in this case, some monster munch <laughs> each. And that's so you'll never know hunger in your relationship and then you get a little pinch of salt put it on your tongue so you'll never know bitterness in your relationship you then exchange your silver coins and that's so you'll never know poverty in your relationship then you've got the two shot glasses and this is the fun bit should be vodka but it could be anything that you want um this case it was gin um so one shot glass has got vodka gin Uzo, whatever in there, and the other one's got water in, and the couple don't know who's got which. So mix them all up on the table, and I say, take your shot glass, everybody count one, two, three, drink, they take the drink, and whoever gets the alcohol rules the roost. So the competitive couples quite like this, because <laughs> say, and it's, it's just so, and it's brilliant for photography as well, because you don't know, I know who's got it, because I can see where I've put it and who's going to pick it up. And it's normally, especially when it's a bride and groom and the bride, I can see, has picked up the water. I'm saying, are you sure? Don't you want to swap glasses? No, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then you can see the groom go, yes, I've got the vodka. <laughs> uh, but it's a good one. But I've had it as well where we've had it that couples, we've actually put alcohol in both of them. <laughs> they haven't known that, <laughs> but I've put alcohol in both of them. So we say, you know, the ones that like an equality within the marriage. So again, it's a bit of fun. And the shot glasses, plastic ones obviously get chucked over, over the shoulder. So nobody gets smashed in the face with some, with some, um, with some glass. Um, and it's a really good way of getting everybody involved in that as well. And you can do it that the guests have their own little shot glass. So when the, when the couple have toasted each other with, whatever they're drinking, the guests get to have a drink as well. The monster munch can get passed around. And it's just such such a giggle. <laughs> and I love I love doing it and I love the variations that my couples have come up with to actually get involved with that one. Um and then the last one, I haven't actually got any candles upstairs with me, but I've set up the table here to do candle of remembrance and then a unity candle ceremony. So right at the beginning of the ceremony, the two extreme candles, um, this was for a bride and groom, the groom lit one, the bride lit the other. And the candles in the middle, we had various family members coming up during the ceremony and lighting the candle so that the family was all represented for them. And then from the candles that the um, family had lit in the middle, the bride and groom took some tapers and lit the tapers and then lit the candle 
in the, the main candle in the middle. So that is just basically, we've started off, so we've got the remembrance ones, they're out of the way, but the unity ones, we've started off as separate entities. We're going to take the flame from these separate entities, light the candle in the middle. This is us starting our new family together and becoming one. So it's a really nice way of bringing other family members into the equation again and actually quite it's not a solemn ceremony but it's quite a, a sweet ceremony to actually say this is us starting on our own path so yeah those are those three something a bit different that people might not have thought about or heard about you know so that's what we can bring to the equation fantastic, fantastic. So, uh, Owen, what do you think? Uh, what, what are the questions that Brian and to be should be thinking about asking Michelle before booking a wedding? So, yeah, um, have you got sort of, I don't know, ballpark figures, sort of 10 ideas for ceremonies sort of on the shelf that you do, or do you just literally create them bespokely for each and every, every couple? Every, uh, there's, every element is bespoke to the couple, apart from my my introduction is fairly generic and and then my um few words that i say before the ring exchange and the vow exchange tend to be fairly generic everything else is written from scratch wow okay yeah, so, um, i love that mr and mrs thing because it's what we touched on earlier is that will make everyone laugh because i was giggling yeah. about the right wing first um yeah. and, and you, the whole congregation laugh is yeah. relaxed and everyone's yeah. gonna have a good time so i love that um a weird question. Um, what's the most? It's a two prong question. What's the most uh, unusual request you've had, and have you ever had to refuse a request? Ooh, I've never had to refuse one yet, but that's probably because I say to people, "There's two things I won't do," and they've never asked, <laughs> so I won't get I won't get naked. <laughs> I need big banana leaves if you want me to do a, a naturist wedding, and I won't jump out of the plane. It took 30 odd years to get me in the plane, so there's no way I'm jumping out of one. So it will be ground to air, condo contact. So those are the only two I won't do. Unusual requests. Hmm. I don't think I've had anything really, really weird that I wouldn't go along with. Um, I mean, I've had obviously my Harry Potter ceremonies, but that's because I tend to say to people, you know, let's do this. Um, I really, really, really want to do um, like a Star Wars, Star Trek kind of theme. So I'm, I'm open to that. So I like, I want to dress up. I like having fun and, and fitting with, fitting in with the theme. I did have an inquiry. Unfortunately, I couldn't do the job because I was already booked where they did want somebody to dress up in Tudor costume. Um, oh. Cause they were getting married at a Tudor, at their house, which was a Tudor period house. And everything was Tudor, and I was absolutely gutted that I couldn't do it because I was already booked. Um, wow. So that's probably the most unusual request, but it wasn't turned down because I didn't want to do it. It's just because yeah, yeah. I, I met um, a, a photographer a few months ago now, uh, hadn't seen him for years. He's not a wedding photographer, but his big niche at the moment is uh, wedding photography in their bridal outfits underwater. All right. After so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he, he's, he's speaking to all the local pools and obviously not done on the day, but they, they do it afterwards. And, and apparently now it's a, a real niche, but a real growing thing. So there's some real usual requests out there. I've, I've never really been asked anything that unusual, but, um, yeah, I just wondered if what, what your most unusual was, but I'm just I've, I've, how the magic goes down underwater. <laughs> ruins the cards. Um, 
the um I've saw some pictures of a, of a Star Wars wedding uh, a while ago. A magician that I know uh, was at one, and, and there were very authentic costumes. The Chewbacca was seven foot three and looked as good as the one in, in the film. So, um, so yeah. Um, I I I keep every so often I keep pestering Warner Studios to tell to tell them that they really need to let me come and conduct a ceremony in Diagon Alley, and they keep turning me down. I don't know why. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They must get one that day, a lot. One day. Yeah, one day. <laughs> It'll be you'll, you'll end up doing one where someone who works there and yeah. be there and they'll, they'll allow yeah. it for an employee and, and that's where that's where you win all day. I just keep reminding them I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a place actually near us, um, sort of between Harrogate and Weatherby um, in North Yorkshire, just um, called Stockell Park, and they've built like an enchanted wonderland, um, and it's sort of like a kids' adventure playground. But they yeah. a couple of years ago. They uh, they released it for weddings, and you know you can just imagine like turning up with the whole kind of like I don't know you know uh, fairies and fairy godmothers and stuff. Somebody's going to do that, and it, it's yeah. just going to look it's just going to look crazy and awesome. Yeah. Particularly in the winter, like a nice snowy effect with that. That yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just I just oh my husband's sorry my husband's left his phone upstairs. It's really bear yeah. with. <sighs> Tell him off later. Um, don't answer that. That's really, really bad news. Don't answer that. No. <laughs> There's no 800 numbers. I was, I was just going to say, look how in demand Michelle is, everybody. If you want to book Michelle, you move fast. <laughs> Multitasking. So what? I missed that. <laughs> look, how, look how busy Michelle is. Like, the phone's ringing <laughs> To be yeah. fair, I only have a few dates left for the summer next year, so <laughs> they are they are selling out quick. But yeah, yeah people people and I, th- I bet you find it as well, Owen. People are hearing about you, meeting you, they've done their research and it's kind of like, yeah, they've just confirmed everything that they thought from what they've read and seen online and things like that and think yeah you are the kind of person that we want to be involved in our big day and it's brilliant to actually find that you're appealing to I I, I call it my tribe I'm appealing to certain people and they know what they're going to get when they get me it's something that's really loud and I'm guessing like you you, you, so do you meet most of your if not all of your couples before the before the day as in they don't not always in person because some of them are coming from abroad. Um, one couple I did um, this month, actually, earlier this month, the first day I met them was on the wedding day just because of circumstances and the way they conspired. But we'd Skyped a couple of times. We're in constant contact by email and, and things like that. So it's unusual for me not to have met them. So they hadn't, it wasn't a cold booking and as much as just an inquiry and a book, it was they invest in you. Yeah, if, if, if minimum they'll get is a phone call before yeah. I, I say, you know, let's talk so you can decide I am the person you want. Sure. And, you know, nine, t- 99 times out of 10, I am. So that's brilliant. Yeah. 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 And I bet the same for you as well. So once it's about personality, isn't it? And if you click, you click. Yeah. 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 If, you, if you can impress them, make them laugh and feel them, make them feel comfortable. Yeah. Then probably nine, nine times out of 10 going to get, going to get the booking. So I was, going to, I was going to ask you, Michelle, um, at our wedding, we, we, we really wanted the ceremony, ceremony to be something special um, that people enjoyed. And we had, off the top of my head, we had two readings. 
my sister sang a song. We had a hand fasting ceremony and we had a quake. Yeah. A Scottish drinking cup. Now, that I think the runtime, it probably was about 35, 40 minutes. So, yeah. you know, we wanted to get as close to kind of maybe a traditional uh, church ceremony runtime as we could just to get maximum value out of it, really, to enjoy the moment. But uh, in your experience, is there a point at which you've got too much going on? Is there like a comfortable number of, of um, symbolic traditions that you should incorporate? The most symbolic tradition I've incorporated is candle ring warming. Four. But one of those is right at the beginning, which is the remembrance candle, and that takes seconds. Mm-hmm. And, and another one is passing the rings around so that the guests actually hold them to warm them. And again, that is actually happening whilst I'm talking, so it's not taking any time out of the ceremony. I've then um, kind of concluded the ceremony with um, jumping the broom and a hand fasting, but because they those two go together. Um, I've been to one wedding where they had four or five symbolic elements and that was too many because mm-hmm. it's literally they had a rose exchange followed by a sand ceremony followed by something else and it was literally boom 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 it w- and it, it wasn't with the celebrant it was some time ago and it wasn't and it wasn't in this country um and it just didn't flow if you're going to include that many elements, there needs to be some kind of flow and it, it, it just didn't. So, yes, you can, I think, have too many symbolic elements. But like I say, you can still put four, possibly five in, but spread them out during the ceremony. And I think it all depends as well what and who is doing the ceremony as to how many is too many. I wouldn't put more than that in personally, but other people might. Right. So would you say... Would you say three is, is about your nice yeah, average? Three, yeah, three or four. So that one had four in, but like I say, the rings was happening as I was speaking. So I don't, albeit it is a symbolic element, I don't class it as such because it's not taking any time out of the ceremony. The most readings I've had is six. Wow. Um, and they wanted me to read all of them. So, oh, really? <laughs> and I, I managed to cut them down a bit, but I still did read them all. So I had one right at the beginning, one after I'd tell their story, one before the ring exchange, one after the certificate, you know, one at the end kind of thing. And that, that was too many, but she really, really wanted all those readings in. Um, so on average, I'll get one to two readings, but a comfortable amount of readings is three or four. So, I guess for you like almost the same as me is, is you in, in what you do you can't have dead spots. So yeah. I, I, like, I like when you said the rings were passed around while you carried on talking because if if you if you just stopped and let them pass around then there's two three minutes there where people are like looking at the what then the phones will come out and, and you lose them. So it's it's keeping that flow, isn't it? And, and awkward silences for magicians and for you, I think, are, are just our, our enemy. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, I mean, I've been doing this job um, seven and a half years now, and I'm learning every time I do a ceremony what works, what doesn't, how many people should be involved in this particular element to make it flow, how many is too many. So yeah, it it, it is a learning curve. And, and do you have things on mobile phones in 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 your bit? Are they allowed to film, or is it something you discourage? Or it depends on what the couple wants. Some couples will will adamantly say no turn them off i prefer no phones personally 
Um, but others are saying, yeah, no, we're quite happy for people to be taking pictures. But even in those ones, I say, take them discreetly, make, make sure the phones are switched to silent and don't spend the whole of the ceremony stuck behind the phone. Because if you've never seen a celebrant led ceremony before, you're missing out if you're watching it through a screen. Engaged. People tend to, to, um, they watch here, don't they? They're, yeah. they're, they're, instead of looking there, they're, they're, they're looking it through there. They, they don't even think to do this, do they? You know, it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Miss the moment entirely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, living the moment. And let's say it's once it's gone, it's gone. And everybody goes to a wedding thinking they know what they're expecting. <laughs> and we, yeah. w- w- whatever celebrant you use, expect the unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's brilliant. Thanks so much, Michelle.